0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good whatever, and welcome to another episode of Role Model. You've come to the right place if you want to be a happier and more successful person. And trust me, I know I say it over and over again, but after this episode you're going to be a happier and more successful person. I'm a little bit sick, so this intro kind of rant will not take forever. My boy, I probably sound like a frog, but i guess that's all right on today's episode arnold schwarzenegger yeah that's how you pronounce it in german is stepping by he's talking about actually like it's actually the bible of life it's the bible of success it's just full of value i listened to it yesterday i was like yeah i'm gonna share it tomorrow on my podcast because oh it's just so like if you really understand like <laughs> Listen carefully when he's talking about time management. Listen carefully when he's talking about failing. I say it over and over again. There is no... You can't fail. I mean, you can fail, but only if you believe in failure. You can also think win-win. You can believe in growth. Like, I can't fail. I just can't. I can only learn. I can only grow. There are just... Results, and if I don't like the results, I change my approach, but in order to grow you have to fail Otherwise you will not grow you will always and forever stay in your comfort zone and Not grow if you're not willing to fail Here's Ani I love his accent by the way
1: (laughs) Enjoy your ass off there is no magic bill it drives me crazy to go to the gym you read one hour a day i went and worked out five hours a day and i was working on construction with 24 hours a day organize your day you work hard i'm here to talk about success I went to college, I went and worked out five hours a day and I was working on construction because in those days in bodybuilding there was no money. We didn't, I didn't have the money for food supplements or anything, so I had to go to work. So I worked on construction. I went to college, I worked out in the gym and at night from 8 o'clock at night to 12 midnight, I went to acting class four times a week. So I did all of that, there was not one single minute that I wasted. And this is why I'm standing here today. With the age of 20, I went to London and I won the Mr. Universe contest as the youngest Mr. Universe ever. And it was because I had a goal. You see, if you don't have a vision of where you go and if you don't have a goal where you go, you drift around and you never end up anywhere. 74% hate their job in America. The majority of people don't like what they're doing. Because they're really not doing it because they didn't have a goal and they followed this goal. They just aimlessly drift around and then all of a sudden there's a job opening so they get their job because you have to work but then when you work it's a chore it's work it's not fun so if you think about only a quarter of the people really enjoy what they're doing in life so people always ask me when they saw me in the gym in the pumping iron days they say why is it that you're working out so hard five hours a day six hours a day and you have always a smile on your face The others are working out just as hard as you do and they look sour in the face. Why is that? And I told people all the time, I said, because to me, I'm shooting for a goal. In front of me is the Mr. Universe title. So every rep that I do gets me closer to accomplishing that goal, to make this goal, this vision turn into reality. Every single set that I do, Every repetition, every weight that I lift will get me a step closer to turn this goal into reality. So I couldn't wait to do another 500 pound squat. I couldn't wait to do another 500 pound bench press. I couldn't wait to do another 2,000 reps of sit-ups. I couldn't wait for the next exercise. So let me tell you something, visualizing your goal and going after it makes it fun. You've got to have a purpose no matter what you do in life. You've got to have a purpose. Muhammad Ali worked his butt off. And I saw it firsthand. And I remember that there was a sports writer that was there in the gym when he was working out and he was doing sit ups. And they asked him, How many sit ups do you do? And he said, I don't start counting until it hurts. Now think about that. He doesn't start counting his sit ups until he feels pain. That's when it starts counting. That is working hard. And so you can't get around the hard work. It doesn't matter who it is. Work your ass off. There is no magic bill. There is no magic out there. You cannot get around, you have to work and work and work. Make sure of this and make sure of that and all that stuff. So it's work. And it drives me crazy when people say that they don't have enough time to go to the gym for 45 minutes a day and work out. Or to do something for 45 minutes to an hour a day to improve. If it is physically improve or if it is mentally to improve. Imagine you read one hour a day about history. How much you will learn after 365 hours in one year think about if you study about the history of musicians of composers how much you would know imagine if you will work on the business on some business that you want to develop every day for an hour imagine how further along you will go and get so it drives me nuts because we have when people say we don't have the time we have 24 hours a day We sleep six hours a day, so it gives you still 18 hours. So there's someone shaking their head out here in front to say probably, I don't sleep six hours, I sleep eight hours, right, or just sleep faster. So we have 18 hours a day, the average person works around eight to 10 hours. So let's assume it's 10 hours, so we have eight hours left. Then you travel around an hour a day, maybe two hours a day. So now you have still six hours left. So what do you do with the six hours? What do you do with the six hours? Then we eat a little bit, then we schmooze a little bit, talk a little bit to people and all that stuff. But you can see how much time there is available if you organize your day. So you got to work hard. I hate Plan B. And i tell you why, because we have so many doubters, as I've said earlier, the the no-sayers. We have so many of those people that say no, and you can't do it, that's impossible. That is okay, because we just turn off, as I said earlier, and we listen and we hear the no being a yes, you can't do it, do it, you can do it, and all that. So that that is possible to do that amongst all the negative people around you. But when you start doubting yourself, that's very dangerous. Because now what you're basically saying is is that if my plan doesn't work, I have a fallback plan, I have a plan B. and That means that you start thinking about plan B and every thought that you put into plan B, you're taking away now that thought and that energy from plan A and And it's very important to understand that we function better if there is no safety net because plan B becomes a safety net it says that if I fail then I fall and I get picked up and I have something else there that will will protect me. And that's not good because people perform better when there's no safety net. People perform better in sports and everything else if you don't have a plan B. I'm telling you I've never ever had a plan B. I say I made a full commitment that I'm going to go and be a bodybuilding champion. I made a full commitment that I'm going to be in America. I made a full commitment that I'm going to get in the show business and I'm going to be a leading man. No matter what it takes, I will do the work. I will do the work over and over and over until I get it. And the same was in politics and everything like that. So to me, it is very dangerous to have a plan B because you're cutting yourself off from the chance of really succeeding. And the reason, one of the main reasons why people want to have a plan B is because they are worried about failing. What is if I fail then I don't have anything else? Well, let me tell you something, don't be afraid of failing because there's nothing wrong with failing. You have to fail in order to climb that ladder. There's no one that doesn't fail. Michael Jordan said in one of his interviews, when they said, you're unbelievable, you're the greatest basketball player of all times. I mean, tell me about that. And he says, well, you're just mentioning the successes. But he says, for me to become the greatest basketball player, I missed 9,000 shots when I was playing basketball at the NBA games. So during these games that he was so successful, he missed nine. Thousand shots. Does it make him a failure? No. He is one of the greatest basketball players of all times, but he failed 9,000 times. Do you get it? We all fail. It's okay. What is not okay is that when you fail, you stay down. Whoever stays down is a loser. And winners will fail and get up. Fail and get up. Fail and get up. You always get up. That is a winner. That is a winner. I failed in bodybuilding. I I lost bodybuilding competitions. I lost powerlifting competitions. I lost weightlifting competitions. I had movies that went in the toilet and that were terrible and got the worst reviews, and in politics I remember I had many of the initiatives on the ballot and we lost. My approval rating in California went down to 28 percent and then it went back up again and I won again the governorship. Hey, we all lose we all have losses this is okay and this is why I say don't be worried about losing because when you're afraid of losing then you get frozen you get stiff you're not relaxed you got to be in order to perform well in anything if it's in boxing or if it is on your job or with your thinking is only happening when you relax so relax it's okay to fail Let's just go all out and give it everything that you got. That's what it is all about. So don't be afraid to fail.